my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Quiet, man. Do not Quiet. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the internet's only podcast dedicated to the hunting and challenging of Zach Bagans to a ghost off. (laughs) My name. The hunting of Zach Bagans. We are hunting him right now. We are stalking our prey. We are we are laying down traps. I think we're baiting him. We are, and that is part of hunting. Ah, fuck. We did it again. I'm Joel Kleinberger. That's me. I am your oh. host, Joel Kleinberger. And this... And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. And we are professional podcasters, if you can't tell. Oh, yeah. No, we know what we're doing. We've, we've done several very, very successful podcasts before this. Well, and we're, we're hot off the heels of the first episode ever of Come Fight Me in the Dark. And the yeah. reception is already just... Ooh. Oh my god, from the like three people who've heard it, they were all like decent. Yeah, yeah. The three people that you sent it to, they heard it. Uh my my partner listened to it for a brief second that she was like, <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, this is going nowhere. Is there anybody in here? Is there anybody in here with us? You you're you're aware. I'm assuming you've heard the I would say early 2000s Evanescence hit Bring Me Life. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it, wake me yeah. up. Wake me up instead. I can't wake up. Yeah, exactly. So that song. Save me. <laughs> uh I I can't help, especially after the fashion in this episode, wonder a do you think Zach Bagans plays that every single time they're on the road to a new place? Mm. And B, which part does he sing? Does he sing the lady voice part? Or does he make Aaron <laughs> sing that and he just goes for the rap rock? I'm going to say he probably doesn't sing during that song. I think he keeps his eyes shut and he just grooves <laughs> out to it. Um, I think later on he puts on some Lincoln Park, and that's mm-hmm. when he does the rap bits, but only the parts he remembers. I don't know why. I don't know how hard you try. It's <laughs> I think I think you're very right. I think that. There, the first time he played it, Aaron tried to come in during the rap part. He tried to drop a, wake me up. And then Zach just hit him, just slapped him, and then just quietly went back. You know, he paused the music. They pulled over the fucking van, and they had a long talking to to Aaron Goodwin, and they started the song over. Zach's just gripping the fucking headboard, just closing his eyes and grooving. <laughs> There's a scene of some great bullying from from zach on nick in particular in this episode and i can't wait till we get to it um i think it is i think this is the time (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna start talking about (laughs) ghost adventures episode two first season (laughs) the 
Episode 2, Season 1, The Houghton Mansion Haunting. I could take yes. that again. Sound a little bit better. The Houghton Mansion Haunt... Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the take. So they are in North Adams in Massachusetts. North Adams, Massachusetts. Man, like, for, they just, like, pan... Like, pan over the city do those like establishing shots and it's like it's like this whole town is haunted just yeah. even like oh, the yeah. name <laughs> all right going over to north adams are you strange folk over there well so this is actually like a thing so i remember back in the myspace days when i was randomly flirting with people mm, <laughs> in lord mm-hmm. of the rings fan groups man oh shit yeah, Joel, you were on a mad pussy hunt back in the fucking MySpace days. Oh yeah, not a very, not a very good or focused one, but no. definitely <laughs> the hunt was on. Uh, I flirted with this girl for like a long time in this Lord of the Rings fan group, and she lived in New Jersey, which really worked out for my prospects of dating because I was on the West Coast, which is, you know... But yeah, so she lived on the East Coast. She lived in New Jersey in, like, Hackettstown, another good, like, obviously haunted name. And that it just sounds like the whole fucking area is goddamn haunted. Because it's just a bunch of, like, white people who came and suffered and were terrible. Massachusetts is, like, ancient. Mm-hmm. It killed lots of people. Ancient. The ancient of ancients of 400 years ago of Massachusetts. <laughs> oh oh so so uh one thing i really love about this episode is uh so this this mansion has been converted into a masonic hall right oh mm -hmm. yeah and (laughs) and you can tell that like all three of these guys are really scared of the masons they actually (laughs) think something's going on with the masons so like every time like there's a part where it shows the masonic symbol and there's like a like a lightning sound mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when they're talking oh to all these masons they're like let's learn about you know let's learn about this place let's let, you know do some research and they talk to these masons of course the, like one of the first ones is a cop slash mason there's like two or three of them that are cops yeah what the fuck? I guess I guess it's popular. You know, if you're going to be in, like, one kind of vaguely white supremacist fraternity. Vaguely racist secret society, you might as well be in them all. <laughs> uh-huh. We've, with two episodes in a row, we have a spicy hot take on the police situation in America. We're damn right I'm coming for more. You're totally right. And I love, I love that they play out the Mason fears, and it's oh, yeah. just juxtaposed to like four dudes who all have the exact same body type yes they all are just like slump rounds you know yes their their guts they're they, they've got classic cartoon cop vibes where they even, their pants are always falling down <laughs> they even like tan over some fucking uh fez hats and it's like, no, like, there's nothing scary about the fucking Masons. I love, I love the 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 Templar sword that they pull out that looks like they bought it oh, at yeah. like a, a you know a smoke shop in a mall or or on like a like a TV infomercial. 
It's an authentic replica of a 14th century Templar sword made out of the <laughs> finest steel Pakistan has to offer. <laughs> oh man. So so I want to I want to introduce a new segment on this because I think it's going to come up a lot. But as we get into talking in this episode, I want to start the ghost of... <laughs> I want to start. <laughs> Did you just fart out of your face? <laughs> yes. Uh, I had a lot of rum. It's okay. Oh, I'm, okay, I'm just good. like I'm sweating it. I'm sweating it out. <laughs> okay, so I wanted good. to start the uh, the Ghost Adventures Fashion Report. Ooh. Give me a thermometer real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa! Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. Okay, are we talking about Zach Bagans or are we talking about Aaron's fucking vest? Because he looks like a fucking. He looks like a doomsday prepper slash gun nut. He has all <laughs> these pockets on this black vest. I was gonna bring it up anyways, and he his vest is ridiculous. But he of course, you know, he's gotta have everything on him at all times. Because he is, you know, he's gotta have like a, a variety of things to placate Zach's mood. Like he's got a pocket full of like gummy bears. You know, he's got his iPod, so if Zach gets a kind of fussy, he can put the headphones in Zach and he'd be like, Mm, this Evanescence song is really good. It's making me centered again. <laughs> So I actually missed Aaron's beautiful vest with pockets because I was focused yeah. on 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 Zacky Boy. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get your opinion on on the single rose T-shirt with the that was obviously yeah. tucked in the front. The dagger. So he can the dagger rose that's tucked into the front of his pants so he can mm-hmm. show off his belt buckle. Isn't that called the is that is that the French tuck or is the French tuck when you put, tuck it into the back? I, th- I thought the, the French tuck was something clever related to vaginal penetration, but I don't know. Mm, no. A French tuck is, is what I did during my ball scan. <laughs> yeah, that is that is the French tuck where you're, you are still exposed to the woman, but you're being a little bit coy about it. <laughs> Use a little small towel to hide your penis. Ho ho, what is under here? Ho ho! That's my French guy. <laughs> it is my penis. I, oh, that's going to be a segment that comes back, right? The French the, guy? The, the French guy? The French tuck? <laughs> Joel's, Joel's yeah. French tuck character. Hot or not, Zach Bagans rocking the single rose and belt buckle <laughs> French tuck. Yeah, see, I was going to say the uh, the belt buckle makes it... His pants are pretty saggy, too. That's the thing. For somebody who hunts the paranormal, <laughs> he's got some really billowy clothes. Not tactically sound, Zach. I don't know, man. You if if Is he dressing... Is it? I, I wonder if it's chronological. Like, is he dressing baggy because he got scratched last time? Ooh. You know, it's like dogs with loose skin. Like, you want them for, for dog fight. I see. Is that a thing? I don't know anything about dog fighting because I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) We don't fight dogs. But uh, I think I think you're right. I think Zach Bagans, you know, 
He's ready for a fight. I just worry that his pants are going to get caught on something. I got to say, his hair is improved too, as far as like if we're focusing on the fashion. Oh, as far as being like too, not too spiky, not too wet. It's it's not it's not as you so aptly described. It's this fucking it's not a spike trap, but it is like he just has spiked it all forward, like he's getting blown from behind by a very strong mm, wind. That that's kind of his whole level of ambition. He's just being blown forward. That's right. He's he's being blown forward into the dark, scary bits. Yes, into the dark, scary bits where he can headbutt them with his fucking spiky hair and kill them. <laughs> I just wanted to jump in one more time with the, like, people yes-anding at Zack. One of the Masons is like, hey, check out this rock wall. Oh, fucking the rock wall. Mm. Well, so, like, first they do the whole, like, they're like, oh, the family all died within, like, ten hours or, like, ten days of each other. Like, there was a car crash. The car flipped over. The guys were okay, but the women all died. And then, well, yeah, let's 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 talk about that for the yeah. the, the viewers. The the fucking the haunting is, you know, boring. I'm just gonna say it. Ugh. Don't yeah. care for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, compared to the last episode, it's not. You know, there's no one getting beheaded. There's no Satan worshippers. There's no. There's nothing sexy demonic. about it. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing demonic. Mm-mm. It's like just like this. The driver of this car working for these rich people crashed the car, killing two of the rich people, and then he shot himself in the head because he was so sad that he had killed them. And then the last person alive died of a broken heart. Like, ten days later, it's like, fuck! This is so sad! Yeah, again, boring. Eh, whatever. First, you know, props to uh, society becoming a little less sexist, given that cars back in the day apparently only killed women. (laughs) (laughs) We've come a long way since the 1920s where the cars were just ejecting the female passengers in order to save their husbands. Who knows how women had to, like, sit in cars back in, like, the fucking 1910s. You know, like, did they have to sit side saddle where their legs are, like, poking out the side? They're, you know, in those kids' seats in, like, the 60s where they're facing backwards. Yeah. <laughs> they were like that, exposed it's... to the elements so the men can have man time in the cabin. Yeah, the men get to sit in the car. The women get areas to stand so that they don't <laughs> slouch their posture or wrinkle their dress. We wouldn't want their breasts sagging, would we? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Oh, Joel. But yeah, these these people die. It's very sad. There's various ghosts that could be there. Fine. It's just like after after Bobby Mackey's. It's just like that was such a sexy haunting. You know, you got fucking demons, saint worshippers. You got a haunted bathroom, cowboys. This is just like, eh. You got you got a house full of sad sad souls who just want you to leave. They're just like, please, they're just like, please, please go. Just, oh, fuck. God, get out of here. So, so, and now the worst thing that could possibly happen, the worst thing that can happen to them is happening oh. when Zach Bagans oh, comes in to remind them of his, their guilt. What about you, Mr. Winters? We know that you're the one that felt all the shame for cars in the car accident that killed a lot of his family. Do you still live with that guilt? Throughout this entire episode, I kept thinking, what the fuck would I do 
if I were one of these ghosts and how fucking mad would I be? Because they keep doing the thing where they're like, they're like, okay, man, like, just make a sound and we're gone. And then they make a sound and they're like, whoa, what was that? Let's investigate. And so these ghosts are like, what the, f- well, what am I supposed to do? I did the thing. <laughs> you could hire Zach and his crew to like, if you had a, like a squatter problem, you just send them in there and they're like, do you not like us being in your house? Is this your house? <laughs> oh, do you hear that? Say something if you don't want us to be here. Please leave. Oh, did you hear that? Come and fight me. Do it again. Do it again. Now now slam a door. (laughs) This guy brings him out. After they tell him about this sad story, he's like, well, check this out. This rock wall, these rocks came from a quarry where like a million people died. You can't prove that. He could have been like, well, you know, these, uh, the, the, the metal... In the in the, the fence, that was that was uh, melted down uh, cannons from the the Civil War. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, the, the gold in this the frame of this painting. That's from teeth. That's from the teeth of George Washington. <laughs> His full golden grill. Yeah. His golden grill that he had, you know, grafted on the slave teeth that he used. Did he really use slave teeth? Huh? Yeah, he did. I thought, I always heard it was, they had wooden teeth. Yo, dog, that's called history revisionism because they don't want to tell kids that he had a grill made out of slave teeth. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a whole thing. Washington's wooden teeth is mostly a myth because uh, he was rich, so why would he have fucking wooden teeth? They had oh dentistry. Oh my god, that man ivory. Yep. <laughs> well, you gotta get teeth from somewhere. I'm very uncomfortable right now. I like that you bring up the tunnel and squatters. Oh, yeah. Because that's something that I immediately thought of when they were in this tunnel, when there's like, is anybody in here? And I just wanted, like, a fucking condemned bub just be like... <laughs> And suddenly, like, the camera shifts and you just hear, (laughs) Just, like, the creatures from the descent. That's the one thing I want to see in any of these ghost shows where they go to abandoned places where obviously people could be squatting. It's just, even if it's just like a, is there anybody in here? And they're like, yes. Or just like... Yipper, I'm down here. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, go, move, move. Why don't you come on down? I got some rap kebabs on here. The fire for you. <laughs> He's like, oh, something just moved, dude. I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. I swear to God, something just moved, dude. Dude, what was that? I swear to God. I swear to God. I just saw something run across the tracks. I swear to God. I just saw something run across the tracks. I don't know if that was a guy or an animal or something. It was either a rat or a person. <laughs> or a spirit. Yeah, I wonder what could be moving in this five mile long tunnel in the middle of the woods, Zach. It could have been a bear. And then, oh, this is actually, this in the tunnel has one of my favorite uh, Zach Aaron moments so far. Uh-oh. Where you can tell when Zach first thinks he sees something. He's like right on Aaron's shoulder. He's like, oh my God, I saw something. And he backs way the fuck out and makes sure that Aaron is completely in front of him. Aaron, call him 
mouth for a second. Sometimes you have luck with this. Because you're the one that always shows fear. Go ahead, man. Not cool. I have to bring up, there's like this real good part with Zach. Um, very reminiscent of the last episode when he's like, he's like, oh, like he's like, I'm ready to like fight these demons. Like, let's show them what's up. Let's do it. So like, there's a moment where these people have already done EVP recordings in the house. Um, and they record uh, <laughs> someone being like, being like, please go away. Like, it's just like the saddest, like, get out, <laughs> get out, leave. Just really sad <laughs> EVPs. And Zach goes, get out. <laughs> I like that voice. Let's get in there. Get out. That sounds uh, sounds pretty uh, pretty aggro. But it's it's really just somebody who's just like, oh my god, I lost my, <laughs> lost my wife. I brought shame upon the whole family. I killed everyone I loved, and I killed myself. Go, please. Why are you wearing a shirt with a rose and a shiny belt buckle? What kind of prick are you? Aaron looks weird. <laughs> you look weird, dude. They interview some masons. The masons are all the same shape, and yes. then they go. They go. They go. Surprise the granddaughter. Oh yeah, the great great granddaughter. And he's like, oh, uh, hey, um, are are you? Uh, and she's like, oh, what, what? And she's like, are you filming? And he's like, oh yeah, oh, I'm sorry, um, yeah. And it's like the meekest I've ever seen Zach get. Yeah, well, because he's just like, it's just like a grandma, so you can't get aggro at a grandma. No, unless she's dead. Yeah, and then you can just yell in her fucking face. Make a sound, you dumb old bitch! Make a sound! <laughs> There's a couple things about this scene that I really like. So first, when they're approaching, before they interrupt this very nice old lady, the... Zach casually he wants to throw in because he likes symbolism. He's like, oh, the great granddaughter. She she lives at you know her address is nine nine nine, like in a way that's like no big deal, but it's a sign from God. But this is such like a an early two thousands like mid two thousands moment because Zach Big is just docked docks this bitch on live television. Oh no! <laughs> we know where she lives now. She's nine 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 whatever fucking avenue in North Adams, Massachusetts. I could send her a package with a dead possum in it right now. Nothing could stop me. Wow. The second part that I really, really like about this scene with the grandma is that she's very nice. She's like pulling out all the pictures. She's like, eh, this is, these are originals. And then uh, she shows him a picture of the her like great grandmother, the one who died. And she's like, well, this this one's called Grandma Gathers with Her Chippies. And it's her little <laughs> chipmunk. Yeah. And, and Zach... Zach makes a sound, which I think is supposed to convey, like, I am listening. But it's a full-on, like, ugh. This picture says, Grandma Gallop with her chippies. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like, Grandma gathers with her chippies. Ugh. <sighs> which is appropriate, uh, I think, an appropriate reaction by a young man being shown a picture called Grandma Gathers with her chippies. That's the sound <laughs> I would make. <laughs> okay. Ah! Oh, that's that's nice. Uh, and here's thirty more photographs oh. with her chippies. Here's Herbert with his old car. 
Here's another one of Herbert with the back of his old car. Here's Herbert in his casket after being <laughs> crushed by his old car. <laughs> you know, the profession of undertaking has come a long way in making <laughs> crushed bodies look real again. This is not a good example of that. Back then they used porcelain. To keep the skin together. <laughs> and they would put a, 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 a bladder filled with helium inside the crushed lung, which is why one side of them looks a little bit bigger than the other. Oh, fuck. Anyways, did they did they talk to anyone else before they started? I remember that at one point they were talking to, like, this real neckbeardy guy, but then he disappears real quick. I thought I was getting excited. I was hoping he was going to be a main character, but no. You know, like the the characters in this are are pretty boring in comparison. There's no Carls. It's just like it's just like you you got some Freemason cops who are all the same shape. You got the nice grandma who does mm -hmm. a very subtle job of oh, like yes, anding Zach, but correcting him at the same time, where she's mm -hmm. like, where Zach is like. So you think that you know they, they oh, the yeah. ghost, the spirits still feel guilt? And she's like, "Well, yes. At the time, I do believe he felt very guilty. Yes, I do." <laughs> He's like, "What would you say to your ancestors if you could go in there and say something to him?" And she's like, "Are you sad, <laughs> dude? Yes." This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? <laughs> Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. Is it this point where they do the lock-in? Yes. Because this point was really fucking funny because they decide, they're like, they're like, hey, as if you didn't see it last time, we really lock ourselves in here. So we're going to fucking screw... <laughs> into this old-ass building, the one door, they, like, drill into it to put in a padlock. <laughs> oh, dude, that, it's made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> it's like, because, okay, the concept, I get it, like, on paper, it's like, ooh, we're getting locked down. That means it's serious. But, like, no ghost shows do they just like run outside and like we're never coming back like no. and they get i mean it's it's fine it's security theater it's just like going to the airport it's not actually <laughs> doing anything it's also a fucking like glass door for the most part mm -hmm. and if they needed to get out they just use aaron's head and just you know they, <laughs> they'd be out in a second yeah zach would just use his his very quick clapping command and then Aaron would start salivating and crash through the nearest window. Activate his Manchurian candidate. <laughs> he pulls out a little dog whistle, and Aaron's just like, Oof. <laughs> window. Blue vest, nine, 16. <laughs> Puppy dog, Aaron. And then <gasps> <he> just, <laughs> sprints a Kool-Aid man through the first wall that he sees. <laughs> they get locked down. And right before this, there was a commercial break. And, there, you know, one of my favorite things about Ghost Adventures is the stupid production of it, where it's, like, all these spooky, like, quick cuts and moving the images around of, like, dolls blinking and stuff. Yeah. And the hand, the hand, like, crinkling, and it's like, yeah! Yeah. 
But this is the episode where I think, I can't remember this in the first episode, but this introduces my favorite quick cut, because the other ones make sense. It's like gross fingernails, a doll blinking and turning its head. But this one is just straight up Zack trying to eat a light bulb. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah! Oh my god, I was I was so glad you caught that. So I I just imagine them being like they're like, dude, turn on the light, and he's like, dude, this looks sick. And he's like, Zach, do something, do something tight, and he's like, and just like look like you're fucking dying in hell, dude. It's like I am coming from the darkness to yell at the light. Wake me up! Wake me up inside! I can't wake up! It's beautiful. That's I think that's a that should be one of the t-shirts for his show for sure. Ooh. Zach Bagans just one trying the, to nom down. One of the many t-shirts we will be making for our many listeners. It's Zach Bagans trying to take a bite out of a light bulb and it just says wake me up inside at the bottom. <laughs> and we're hashtag Zach Bagel Hands. We're gonna get a lot of through lines with our merchandise. Oh man. Honestly, I'd say this was this was a pretty scary episode. Overall, The Haunting, much more boring. It's very sad, not sexy. But the evidence is hot. The evidence <laughs> is hot on this episode. <laughs> yeah. Give me, the f- give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. <laughs> the first thing they get is like the motion sensors going crazy, which is a great horror movie setup. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, there's an invisible thing making motion sensors go. That's like full-on aliens heartbeats monitor just like, it's coming closer. Like, it's great. I love that shit. The whole hallway from the front door is set up with like like six motion detectors. And then they hear like a bunch of them go off. And they go down there, they review the footage, and at first it looks like nothing happened. But then if you look closely, you can see a fucking, like a shadow move a, move really quick across and it's actually spooky as hell so that here's a question for you eric hoofnagel yeah why are fucking ghosts in such a hurry or is it just that they're on a different plane of existence or is it just because they have no corporeal form they could just be like yeah yeah just do whatever they want so uh, maybe it's kind of like monsters inc where like they get more power out of the scarier they act. <laughs> so, so, like, they gotta be spooky. That's right. They, I can dig it. <laughs> they do that, like, like shaking face thing from, like, all those horror movies of the 90s where the heads shake really quick. <laughs> you mean the thing that haunted my dreams to the point where I had to teach myself to lucid dream in middle school from House on Haunted Hill? Yes! And that's still giving me chills, man. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. That's still giving me chills. That's why Marilyn Manson scared the fuck out of me. Because he'd do that shit in his music videos. Where his head would be like, like shaking really quick. He's got to have his head be very flexible to be able to suck his own cock. I also got real confused sexually <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with the beauty, uh, the one where he's got boobs. And he's in like a silver suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, was yeah. like, I was like, Marilyn Manson looked kind of hot. What's going on? I kind of wouldn't mind slathering. Yeah, <laughs> I wanna, I wanna touch that weird drugged up 
man woman isn't the innocence of youth so just charming because like now you would just pull it out and just be like yeah it's getting <laughs> i would just i would just pull it out <laughs> well i guess i'm jaying off to this today yeah, i got nothing that's twitched my nethers in a while this is looking pretty good there he's looking pretty shiny <laughs> i knew it was gonna be something but i didn't know it was gonna be this dude no, don't, dude. Listen, man. No, this don't do with you. Anyways, where the hell were we? <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. So there was a there was a quick the 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 the, the, the ghost goes quick. Little shadow. <laughs> it's fucking scary. <laughs> the, a new book written by Zach Bagans <laughs> to teach kids about the paranormal. A ghost goes quick. Ah, gotta go fast. <laughs> little Timmy, little Timmy <laughs> died in a car accident, but didn't want to cross over to the next plane. <laughs> but he still wanted to make friends. <laughs> oh my god. So little Timmy tried all he could. He went quick, trying to get their attention. But until his friends picked up high visibility cameras, they couldn't see him. Timmy got sad, which is why he tried to possess the nice spiky-haired man through his anus. But then the spiky-haired man cried and called his beta bitch to help him out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm waiting on this. I'm waiting on this audiobook. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be the great. only children's book with beta bitch in it. <laughs> well, Zach Bagans, he's the it's the only raw and extreme children's mm, book about mm -hmm, the paranormal mm. on the market. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only children's book that's raw, extreme. Stop running! <laughs> A Ghost Goes Quick by Zach Bagans. Ghost written by Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> Illustrations by Nick. <laughs> and they're just really hypersexualized like, tattoo women. <laughs> Every single woman has huge tits. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy oh. wanted to see the orbs. <laughs> the orbs bounced about. Jimmy wanted to see them closer. <laughs> And that's what gave Jimmy the idea of appearing as a ball of shadow, bouncing through the hallway. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, Joel. All right. Enough. Enough. We're moving on. I don't remember what happens next. What happens next? God damn they, it. So they see the, they see the ghost go quick. And then... <laughs> and then <laughs> Zach, Zach pulls out an EMF detector, which is an electromagnetic oh, field detector. Yeah, he had some real hard science, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, ghosts might emit electromagnetivity. Magnetivity, yeah. And because of this, we should be able to see the temperature drops. And yeah, no, no, it's no, not the temperature, thing. it's the electromagnetic activity. <laughs> God, you know nothing about this. Yeah, so he's got the the thing, and then he, <laughs> Zach, Zach hears uh like, and it, it's pretty audible. It's pretty audible. It sounds like a, a young girl's voice, which could also just be Aaron right off camera going. 
Yeah, no, so what we had totally forgot to mention, we forgot to mention before the the little girl ghost in the basement. Yeah. Because, like, the Masons, the Masons complain about, like, like being in the basement, and they're like, there's a little girl in here, and she comes up and kicks you in the back of the knees. It's a real nuisance. <laughs> and I'm a cop, so I tried to shoot her. I said, ma'am, stop resisting. <laughs> but then there was no woman to imprison. There was no person to shoot to death for no reason. <laughs> and I was scared. I just love it if there was just bullet holes just all around the fucking <laughs> Masonic temple. Because every time they get spooked by a ghost, they just draw and start firing. Yeah, I wouldn't be fucking surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> stop resisting, stop resisting, stop resisting. Get down, get down to the fucking ground. <laughs> so they get they get what sounds like a little girl voice and uh, this is again a great moment in the episode because Aaron gets shushed mm, mm-hmm. two episodes in a row Aaron gets shushed and then Zach Zach just so dramatically is talking about how like the the feeling that he's getting he just yells at Aaron look at my body <laughs> and I'm so happy no no how did I miss that Oh my god. It's, it's these little things. It's we both you uh, saw Aaron's beautiful vest of many pockets. I saw Zach yelling at Aaron to look at his body. <sighs> they introduce uh the one of my favorite inventions for ghost stuff to date. I the con man that managed to sell Zach Bagans and his ghost adventure crew <laughs> a black light. As a fucking ghost Oh, man. I just love the the thought of, like, you know, Zach Bagans is doing all this research. He goes to, like, you know, a a specialist light store. He just walks in and he's like, do you have any lights that can reveal the electromagnetic spectrum? (laughs) And the person behind the counter is just like... What did he say? Did he say come? Yeah, yeah, we got that. Oh yeah, if you you shine this this blue this purple light all around the room, you're gonna reveal something. I'm telling you that. You want to see ectoplasm? Well, I w- I really wish she just panned that around the Masonic Temple to see like the billions of sperm <laughs> piles from their various weird sex gay cop orgies. Oh my god, <laughs> gay cop orgies. That's that's gonna be my that's gonna be my porn hub, porn hub search later. <laughs> I guess I know what I'm doing tonight. The, he he pulls out the black light tool and they get they get a spooky image. Yeah yeah yeah, because they they scan the room with this 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 special camera that takes shots with infrared or whatever you know whatever. And then it also records the temperature in the room or in the direction that they're shooting. And it's like, oh, nothing there, 75 degrees. Nothing there, 75 degrees. There's something there, 64 degrees. And I've never heard a a scarier sound associated with a 10 degree drop in temperature. Yeah. It cuts to the 64 degrees and it's like... (laughs) And, you know, there's, again, like, as I go through the episode, there's lots of spooky sounds, people running around. They've got, uh, they talk about ghost smells. Zach says he smells some cologne. Oh, yeah, he says it smells smells musky. (laughs) Or musty, I can't tell. He's like, is that a man's musk? He's he's just so used to coming up behind Aaron and just breathing deep into the nape of his neck. (laughs) 
getting that axe body spray it's like this smells like cologne from a different age <laughs> what i smelled that night i would deeply regret it's not you that's not beautiful is this when they go down into the basement because that's that's where the bullying takes place, where he starts describing the space. And he's like, he's like, this house is like a labyrinth. It's hard to know where you're going. And he's clearly like trying to like backtrack the fact that he just runs face first into a fucking door. Oh, yeah. So he's walking forward and he just bashes face first into a door and immediately blames everyone behind him. Well, guide me. Sorry. I wasn't even walking. That hurt like hell, man. You just had to be my eyes. Why aren't you looking over me? You guys have to be my eyes. I can't see. You have to be my eyes, Nick. <laughs> Which and I love I love that scene because I have I would bet a hundred dollars. So Nick, I believe Nick was just not looking. A hundred dollars says Aaron saw that happening he was just like i'm not gonna fucking say nothing or or he was too scared to say something he was just like oh, fuck, I don't know. no he's he's still steamed <clears throat> after bobby mackey's just like being oh. told to shut up and then so he's just mm. like yeah i'm just gonna let him hit that door bonk oh no and he's like who's the first person behind me nick you're supposed to tell me when i'm gonna do that <laughs> and Aaron's just sitting there Zach can't see it because it's in pure darkness, but if we pan the camera of the mind over to Aaron, you can just see the glint of a full toothy smile on his face. Oh, the camera of the mind. That's another thing that they probably almost bought to uh, fight ghosts. Oh, dude. That, like, oh, I, it's invisible, though. If they fucking keep doing Ghost Adventures forever, which I hope they do, eventually there's going to be a scene where Zach Bagans is just put on a brain scan thing, like on his head inside the house. He's like, and I tried to reach out with ESP to the spirits <laughs> through this device. <laughs> so, oh, fuck. You know, things, things, you know, there's some spooky stuff in the basement. Aaron and Nick faff around with sitting in an electric chair, which, I don't know, Mason's sexual rituals. Yeah, there's an electric chair in there. That is weird. But it also, of course, of course Aaron's like, dude, let's go to the electric chair, dude. And like, yeah. he and Nick are like, dude, fuck, dude. Yeah, that sounds sick. Like, that's a pretty good one. <clears throat> so they go over there and they don't get shit, do they? No, 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 no. Zach gets spooked in the basement. He hears some stuff. But oh, no. <laughs> Zach in the basement sets up the best interview I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. He's this Okay, just the image of him sitting in a folding chair with a very, very small mic. <laughs> reaching out. And it looks like an, it's, it's an, it looks like an old fashioned, like, like stand up Mike and he's holding it out and he's and he's like he's like is there anybody there you want to tell me about it you want to talk to me and he's put out a little ball for the little girl because girls love to kick balls which is one of my favorite line deliveries of Zach Bagans it's a per like you have to listen to it ladies and gentlemen's out there 
because the way he says that is so perfect. I also set a ball in front of me to use as a trigger object, something a spirit may be attracted to. I have placed a ball in this hall. It's just, anyways, <laughs> continue. <laughs> At 33 minutes and 30 seconds, just listen to it. I'll put it in okay. the fucking thing. Continue. All right, but then, but then I'm, I'm, I don't know if you caught this, Joel, but this is probably my, this is the highlight for me of the entire mm -hmm. episode. Is uh, he, he's like, you know, make a noise or whatever, and he's like, and then. I heard a sound that I recorded through my ber gold beryllium soul microphone. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? Yes, yes. Did you hear him describe the microphone? Yeah. I don't. Is it? It is. Was that correct? Did I, Did what? I get it right? I don't know if Hold I got on. it right because we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go to the tape. We're, we're got an audible on the field for a sports adventure sports adventure sports adventure people let's yeah see. you have to play you have to play this into the uh, episode of course oh spooky you see me and hear my voice all <laughs> oh, Zach Bagans. BP or ghost voice on my digital recorder using our gold beryllium subtle energy microphone. <laughs> gold, gold beryllium subtle energy microphone. That's gold correct. beryllium subtle energy microphone. So when you were saying your favorite ghost hunting device was the black light, uh uh, bitch. <laughs> No way. Holds nothing to the gold beryllium subtle energy microphone. Magic everywhere in this bitch. The, Fuck, it's the same, man. It's the same guy who sold him the black light. <laughs> Zach got the black light. He's like, wow, this is going to reveal ghosts. He's like, you know, if you're looking to get ghost sounds. He, like, comes in a leather case. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a gold beryllium made. Subtle energy microphone. <laughs> Subtle energy. It sounds like they made it up on the spot. He's like, it's a uh, gold beryllium. Uh, s uh, subtle energy. Yeah, it's, it picks up the subtler, you know, sounds. Oh, man. Gl glorious moment. I, I, I think that we'll see a theme through ghost adventures because there's a guy that they bring on who is like the inventor of ghost hunting equipment and i want to imagine that he's just a massive con man which is how they got oh. them to buy a fucking you know two thousand dollars xbox, xbox connect. connect it's like yeah look it's picking up objects in the thing it's worth two thousand dollars it's built to to track a human body that is what it searches for in everything. What are the chances it would try to find a body in this room with no one in it? Number one. <laughs> the gold beryllium subtle energy microphone. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Okay. We're wrapping up. He uses the gold beryllium subtle, subtle energy microphone. To capture some yeah. voice and some stuff, and it's spooky. And the voice, and the voice is sad again. It's like it's. Yeah. What does it say? It's like I tried to help. I tried to get some yeah, help. Yeah, I tried to help. It's just, just like, like sad. Yeah, just leave him alone, Zach Bagans. Like you're not doing anything. 
No, so, and then and then and then he gets like a real scary noise. He's like, mm-hmm. "Come on, and do it again!" And it's like, and he just like fucking flies out of his seat, runs. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. And then he runs all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada. Which, okay, Ghost Adventures fashion right. update number two of the episode. Can we talk about his fucking hat? Oh, his bowler cap. All right, so when it cut to this scene, they're like, let's go to Vegas. That's where the best private eyes are. Private eyes who know things about ghosts. So they're like, these are two couple of my bros. We're going to show them the tapes. And it cuts to him from below. And I thought, there he is in a fedora. It's not even, it's the, the worst part about it, though, is that it's not even like, a men's bowler cap it is like the hat for like a little old woman it, it when the there's that shot from above and it's not even like the kind of cool bowler hat you might see in like a western it's mm-hmm. like the kind of b- bowl shaped little like hat that like a little old lady would wear with like no. some feathers or some flowers on the side it's just it's just a like uh, it's like a black felt sun hat. It's oh exactly what the shape is. He could put it if if it just it was if it was made out of straw, it would be indiscernible from a sun hat. Is there a woman up here? You said you you said that you think that these guys are bros. I got a different vibe. I I think I felt oh. like Zach Bagans. He's he's up and coming, and he goes to the old guard. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> he they got the the abbreviation of their fucking business on there, and Zach Bagans comes in's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna flex on these guys with my evidence. Yeah and yeah. And they're just sitting there, like stonewalling. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll analyze this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 youngin. <laughs> By the end, they're like, that's a good, that's a very good evidence. Yeah, they're super jealous. Yeah, and then Zach Bagan spends the next few years of his life taking over Vegas. Wow. We can get into this in another episode. This is where, where the takeover of Vegas starts? Well, the takeover and the entire paranormal world. Zach has his fingers wow. in all of the pies. Maybe that'll be a spin-off mm-hmm. podcast is the Zach Bagan's conspiracy podcast. The Pie Finger Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Zach ba- Zach Pie Hands. Zach no, it doesn't even make doesn't even make sense. It's not even on brand. Zach Bagel Hands. He's got his hands in lots of bagels. We're gonna have to change the axiom to being he's got his hands in a lot of bagels. He his fingers his he's got a bagel on every finger. <laughs> <laughs> and all different types. You got your everything, your pumpernickel, your poppy seed. He's even got pumpernickel. <laughs> uh, the shadow bagel. The bagel that goes fast. <laughs> shadow the fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's not inv- I, maybe we should. We'll just open up the floodgates for the Sonic Zach Bagans fan fiction. Shadow the Hedgehog crossover. Zach Bagans Ooh. absolutely exclusively played the shadow the hedgehog character in all the sonic games that was available so we're we're wrapping it down he goes to vegas you know and and they're like they like the they love it and i think and that is the beginning of the zach bagan's takeover of the ghost world and that leads us 
into the titular segment of this podcast. Come and fight me in the dark, Zach. <laughs> it is time to challenge Zach Bagans to come fight us in the dark. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. Joel, I would like you to do your stipulation first, and I'll do mine next, because I did it first last time, and it was lame. I think I, what I really want to see happen, my stipulation for this mm. is if you're if you're going to rely on provocation, I think you have to go full bore. So I want to see Zach Bagans really unleash the bro beast and go we're gonna have to find some ghosts that are open to being insulted and we're gonna have to just do the hardest disses we can it'll be a full-on roast of the ghosts mm. to see if we can't get some good paranormal roast the ghost we're gonna roast the ghost that's my mm. stipulation zach bagans come fight us in the dark and we'll roast the ghost i think i'm sorry i'm gonna have to add on top of this that uh we're both going to need to be miked heavily um, in the room, in the dark, while we fight with gold, beryllium, subtle energy microphones yes. to catch our every minute, subtle fighting sound so I... that we can find each other in the dark and duke it out because it's going to be pitch black. It's going to be dark. You're, you're, you're talking about making a gold beryllium subtle energy microphone uh, ecto, echolocation. While we roast the ghosts in the dark and fight and duke it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we're just using echolocation from the sound. We're just trying to, like, pick it up Ooh. and just move through. Yeah, this is good. This is good. I like this. It's also going to make it real fucking hard to happen because uh, I think that a, a gold beryllium subtle energy microphone is quite hard to come by. It sounds like such an like an exotic, like one of a kind item in a game. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm going to say we're going to need at least 3000 individuals at the $100 a month Patreon tier before we can afford the the gold beryllium subtle energy microphone dual kit that we're going to need. Tell tell if you want to see us using gold beryllium subtle energy <laughs> microphones as echolocation devices as we roast the ghosts with Zach Bagans as we fight him in the dark. Like and subscribe now to whatever this is that we're releasing this on. <laughs> Is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Cause that's not gonna make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours, show yourself. Eric Hoofnagel, I wanna leave you and the audience with a question. If you were gonna see Zach Bagans on a crossover reality show, what would it be? Fucking Love Island. <laughs> up there with like all these dumb fucking young hot people and he's trying to compete and be like the hottest bro there but he's clearly like 30 30 years older than everyone on the show i think the other problem with love island is it's going to reveal the fact that zach cries a lot during sex <laughs> <laughs> no
And with oh. that, we'll leave you to the next episode. See you next time. Like, whatever, do whatever, share this podcast. We love you, Eric. I love you. Hey, I love you, bunch, Joel. I'm real drunk. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to Come Fight Me in the Dark. Eric and I really appreciate it. We love doing this shit and we want to do so much more. So if you love it, please tell a friend, make your associates listen to it, play it at your place of work, even though it will get you fired, and keep listening on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever we can put it in the future. You can follow us on Twitter at Come Fight Me in the Dark using at CFMITD. You can also reach out to us at Aaron is a bottom biatch at gmail.com. Please send us all of your Zach Bagans fan art, your questions, or your spooky ghost stories. We'll try and get to them and share them around as much as we can. We really want to see them and hear from you folks. Again, thanks so much for listening. We love you.